Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals, HSG, and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today we're going to be talking about love. I am going to warn you that I am home with my toddlers right now, so um, they are going to be just in the background. Um, But we're going to be talking about love today in the HD community. and um, it's because of Valentine's Day that's coming up on Monday. Um, if there's one thing that I see a lot of in the HD community, it's love in so many forms. You know, we have love for our HD community, love for our families, um, you know, and friends, but also that unconditional love I see when a caregiver sacrifices his or her, you know, time for their spouse every single day. Um, the romantic love found between community members amidst the complexities of HD, which brings with a, a special understanding and connection that I really feel you won't find anywhere else. Today, we want to celebrate that love. I've got two women on with me, and um, it is Melissa and Erica who will be helping me to celebrate the love today. Um, starting with sharing their own love story. And as you can hear, my toddlers are in the background just screaming for Cheerios. So I'm going to let Melissa and Erica share their story really quick. Thanks so much (laughs) for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Lauren. Um, So we were talking to Lauren before the show, and I'm like, to be fair, we have dogs, but they're pretty settled right now. So I think the toddlers will will take over the show. Um, so I'm Melissa. A lot of people in the HD community know me. Um, I, uh, my mom had Huntington's and she was diagnosed when I was about four or five years old. Um, and she passed away actually on Valentine's Day, um, in 2008 and which was fair, uh, because my mom was a chocoholic. So she, she would go out on a day like that where chocolate is a big thing. Um, and in 2014 or 2013, I believe, was when I tested for Huntington's and I tested gene negative. Um, I really struggled with like feelings of survivor's guilt and just kind of a, what do I do now? Because I thought I always had Huntington's. So I got involved with uh, HDSA, went to my first convention, and I was on the National Youth Alliance board for about six or seven years. Um, and that'll lead to, to how we met. Erica's not the biggest talker, but <laughs> I talk a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I I I'm Erica, and um, my mom is gene positive for for Huntington's disease, and we found out when I was in elementary school. Um, my grandmother had it uh, before her, and so we had we had known about it, but we did not always always talk about it much. Um, but we knew that it 
existed um, within our family. Uh, and so I went to my first HD convention. Um, oh, goodness, 2013? You went in 2012. So Erica went the year before I did, and I almost yes. went to that one. Um, miss, miss non-connection. Yeah, yeah. I think we might have connected then anyway, because no. where we were no. in our lives. But, yeah. but um, yeah, and then I didn't, I, I wasn't active. I didn't get into anything for a couple of years after. And then I did go in 2016 to a retreat in Denver. And um, Melissa happened to be there. But um, she was just, she was signing for, you know, her, she was doing her signing language thing. And she was uh, running the whole group and kind of just a woman in charge. Um, <laughs> but uh, we didn't really talk much. And um, we we're you know, kind of focused. I had family members with me, um, at that event and then, um, we connected at convention and then I was on the board for, I was the co-chair for about three years. Um, and, uh, I am, uh, I am not tested, so I am at risk, um, currently. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we had the Denver retreat, um, and within our personal lives, Eric and I were both also going through our own journeys of, of coming out. Um, I didn't identify as gay until later in my twenties. Um, and Erica was having her own journey. So, you know, it's like, even though like we look back now and see these little moments that we were like wanting to be around each other and things like that, but you know, the HD family Ohana is like, all you want to do is be around each other. So, um, so we had the retreat and then we had convention, um, in Deslin and Schaumburg, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Schaumburg, Illinois. Um, and then about a month or two after that, we went to Washington DC to advocate. We had a huge fly in, um, and basically took over Capitol Hill. Uh, we had a large group of people there, um, to, um, do advocacy work for the HD Parity Act. And that. I think after that point was when Eric and I never stopped talking <laughs> and, and um, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so um, eventually I think it was one night at like two in the morning. We were like, Oh, okay. I think this is a thing. <laughs> and fortunately we were granted with like wonderful opportunities um, to see each other because I'm from Ohio and Eric was from South Carolina. And so being on the uh, NYA board and being involved in advocacy and with the HD groups, you know, we were able to travel quite a bit for different events and we would, you know, fly in an extra day or two early and just kind of use those events to see each other. So we were long distance for about two and a half years. Um, And January, 2020, we moved to Raleigh, North Carolina to live together. So that's where we're at now. Um, And yeah, I think being long distance, I think is beneficial for any relationship in a way because communication is really our strong point. Um, and obviously, you know, if you meet someone and they know HD, like it's, that's, that's one less thing you have to explain. Um, Cause it's really hard to explain to someone who hasn't lived through it. Even though Eric and I have very different experiences with our mothers um, cause her mom is doing very well right now. She's managing um, and she's doing great. Um, but my mom, you know, took a really, sharp downhill turn and at the time we just didn't know much or have resources um and didn't know what medication she needed to be on um so so yeah um erica popped the question two months ago so we're officially engaged uh which is exciting um and i don't know i think we're just like so grateful for 
I think about how HD can take so many things away from us, um, but I have seen how it has gifted us so much more. Um, it's even before Erica, um, you know, I realized that Huntington's like gave me, gave me unconditional love. Um, it gave me the, the strength of a caregiver. Um, and, you know, after meeting Erica, you know, it gave me the love of my life. Um, and uh, we had one NYA member who's uh, such a sweetheart, but um, he had said that he admired our relationship because um, Huntington doesn't make our love conditional. And so even though, you know, I'm G negative and Erica's at risk, um, she, and we both have family members who are either G negative, G positive, still at risk. And so regardless, like HD is, is going to be in our world and we're prepared to, to take it on whenever, whenever we need to. And I, I just got to say like your story for me is one of my absolute favorites um, because it's special on so many different levels, right? You guys met each other. You were, you know, not necessarily at a point where um, you knew what you wanted, right? Like you were new to all of that part and you found each other. And then on top of that, that was through Huntington's and you guys fell in love and you're just showing what unconditional love is because, one of you is at risk, the other one's negative, and you guys are willing to take care of each other. It doesn't matter. So for me, I just love your story <laughs> on all as like all aspects of it. It's just the best thing ever, and I'm so happy for you guys um, that you are engaged. So, but Thank I definitely you. wanted you to share your story because it's so special. Um, Thank so you. So we do have, yeah. of course, um, we do have other stories from the community that we're going to share. And I'm going to hope that my son stops crying in the background um, while we share these. <laughs> um, so I'm going to let – I know. I'm sorry, guys. I got your um, back. Usually I'm in a – I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to let you start off with reading a story, and then I'll go to one after you're done. Um, so let's see. We had a comment from um, a Facebook user named Joshua Cure HD Cohen. Excellent middle name, if I do say so myself. Um, and Joshua says, my wife and I got married on the Dolphin Island, which caters to people with disabilities, and it's located in the Bahamas. I have HD, and my wife has secondary progressive MS. We were both former athletes, and she had even set her high school swim speed record, and I myself was a paratriathlete with many victories, and it was a wonderful day. That sounds like a beautiful wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got one from Jessica Riley, and it's, my husband and I lived 10 minutes apart, yet met three hours away while camping. He forgot his camp stove but had his propane. I forgot my propane but had my camp stove. We, all, we knew all the same people, even my friend, who was supposed to go camping with me and canceled at the last minute. We've been married 10 years and have two children together with another four between us. He is 52 with a CAG of 42. Oh, wow. I love that. Isn't it funny how things just work out like that? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, it just shows, you know, it really shows you how it's things that are meant to be will happen. I agree. Um, I agree. I think you have another one too. Another story. I 
I do. I have one from uh, a Jerry Hagler Garcia, who says, my father wrote and published this book about my mother's love story and when my mother was first diagnosed with HD. Being my mom's caretaker, I think I must have read it to her every day for several years. She didn't have a very good grip on what was happening in her present-day setting, but she remembered her past very clearly. Reading this to her was the one time in the day that she wasn't confused, that she felt comfortable and free from HD. And she would always tell me that, quote, her butch had written her that book. And she was so proud. Um, So sweet. And if anyone's interested, the book title is called Breathless, An Inward Journey by C. Everett Hagler, um, available on Amazon for $19.99. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Okay, I've got one from Diane Wallace-Wincott. It says, I met my late husband when we were 16 years old. We parted after six months. Mm -hmm. Um, Found out I was pregnant. Had my daughter, who was a beautiful baby born five weeks early. Fifteen years later, and after a broken marriage, I had a call about my daughter's dad telling me he had HD. Not knowing anything about HD, I looked it up and nearly collapsed when I read what it was. After my daughter was told she was at risk, she wanted to see and meet her dad. After a few meetings, I could feel the old feelings for him coming back, but I ignored them to start with. After a while, and realizing he felt the same, we got back together. We were then 36 years old. We had three years together at home before he was put into a nursing home at 39. I loved him then. Mm -hmm. I still love him now. This one gets me teary-eyed. I'm sorry, guys. Um, We got married in 2006. I proposed, and we married and had a beautiful reception at the nursing home. He was my husband and my soulmate. I promised my husband I would be with him all the way, right till the very end. Now he has been gone three years, and I now have to watch my daughter go through the same decline with this horrid disease. I'm just pleased we had the years we had and found each other again. Oh, I got me too. (laughs) It's so sweet. Uh, And I just, I really appreciate everyone sharing their stories and because, you know, obviously we're celebrating the love of it and, um, but the the whole world of HD, like, you know, there's a million complex feelings all happening simultaneously. So um, I really do appreciate everyone sharing their stories. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So this next one I have is from Diana Britt. Um, And she said, what fun. I met my husband during the beginning of late stage HD. He said I looked like a cancer survivor, but he liked me dot, 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 a lot. (laughs) We had a whirlwind courtship, and the day before the wedding, I suggested he might not be ready, and we could just skip the wedding. What was it that made him doubt? Quote, because you are still so unwell, God has not yet healed you, he confessed. To which I said, quote, perhaps he must step out in faith. We were married, and even though I am still ill, we have both been happier than ever in our lives, and he is seventy. We've been married for eight years now, and he says he gave me a blank check when he married me. <laughs> well, that's so sweet. Oh, um, okay, I've got a, I've got, I know, right? These are awesome. So I've got a really good one, and this is actually one of those epic ones that has been in the community for a while. Everybody should know who they are. 
Um, there's two of those that I know of really in the community because <laughs> um, most people know them. Um, but this is Dave and Susie. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm going to read their story because I asked Dave to send it to me because it's one of those epic ones I always love to hear about. Um, and the other one, um, I don't have it, but you guys should really, really hear um, Matt and Mariana's story. Matt Ellison, yeah. um, best, <laughs> best story ever. So, um, I'm, if you ever get the chance to talk to him about it, like seriously, it's, I love, I love their story, but let's do Dave and Susie right now. Susie and Dave first ran into each other at the 2000 national convention in Orlando. Um, he said several of us met around a swimming pool at the hotel we were staying at. Susie from a small town in Oklahoma had a friend with her. Dave from a large suburb in Chicago had come alone. Susie's husband died with HD in 1999. Dave's wife, Paula, would pass away in 2004. At the time, Paula was in stage with HD. On Saturday night, they bumped into each other at the transportation office to schedule their rides back to the Orlando airport in order to head home. Um, they said, we exchanged a few words with each other and headed home. During that year, we began chatting together and discovered that we had a lot in common. Each of us had our own story about HD, unique to our separate lives, while having much in common. At the San Diego Convention, we spent most of the time together finding out more about each other. Again, at the end of the convention, we returned home. While our relationship blossomed, Paula's health continued to decline. I was working and trying to raise our four children and take care of Paula. It was a never-ending battle. Susie and I made the life-changing decision of Susie moving into my home to continue caring for Paula during the day, continued working. In the afternoons, Susie would leave for work caring for Paula, I'm sorry, would leave for work while one of my daughters took care of their mom. When I'd, gone, when I'd get home, I would take over the caregiving duties. When Susie moved in with our family, Paula weighed about 70 pounds. While I was feeding her food, most of the food didn't contain the kinds of calories that one needs to maintain weight. As soon as Susie moved in, our diets changed. Paula's weight over the next two years increased to 125 pounds, all due to Susie's excellent cooking skills, um, which you can see on Facebook when she posts stuff. It's awesome. Um, mm -hmm. In 2002, we brought Susie's son, Bobby, back to my home in order to take care of him. He attested positive for HD in 2002. It's my belief that Susie added two years on to Paula's life through her cooking. Both Paula and Susie were nurses and had many conversations with their jobs. Although Paula was having trouble talking, she never lost her humor from some of Susie's um, nursing experiences. She and Susie became close friends watching the same TV shows and chatting about cooking and her kids and hours. In June of 2004, Paula passed away. Towards the end of 2004, my kids were old enough to take care of themselves. They had all moved out to begin their own lives. As we were living in a five-bedroom home and there were, only, there were only three of us left, me, Susie, and Bobby, I made the decision to sell my home. By 2005, the home was sold, and Susie, Bobby, and I were living in a smaller, more affordable home. It was almost to to the day that Paula passed away that we got married in 2006. We picked the 2006 convention, which I remember well, as our wedding date. If you were in the hotel, you had an invitation. 
We were lucky to have found each other at a time we both needed a partner. Caregivers, we often forget to take care of ourselves. We've all heard the cliche, if you don't care for yourself, how can you take care of someone else? Look for the humor in life. We found that we could joke with Bobby even though he was end stage. Each person is different whether you're the caregiver or the person with HD. Um, I really love that story just because it shows <laughs> it shows caregivers being able to lean on each other and find love um, in such a a rough situation. And what I love most about it is that they involved Paula, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that Susie took care of Paula as well. So um, I love their story. I love their story. I love them. Dave and Susie are just fantastic people. If you haven't met them, you need to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, did I share any other stories with you? I think I might only have two left yeah. on my side. I've got one more on my side. Okay. Um, so this is from Bridget Campbell. As a young 16-year-old French-Canadian girl, I had the opportunity to vacation to Oahu, Hawaii with a girlfriend of mine, my mom, and a friend of hers. A few nights after our arrival, my friend and I decided to go to the Red Lion, which was a bar in our hotel. On Monday, the 29th of March, 1982, the bar was full of people. I was asked to dance, and this guy was a bit tipsy, but while I was on the dance floor, I noticed this gorgeous, blonde, tall, blue-eyed guy. I went back to my table to tell my friend about him. And, well, by some miracle, this gorgeous guy came and asked me to dance. And this guy is my now husband, Rob, of 36 years. Rob had retired from the USN after 21 years. Huntington's disease was discovered um, in his family in 2012. After many years of living and dealing with the HD outburst, I offered Rob an ultimatum for him to see a neurologist and a psychologist, or it was a divorce. The neurologist then diagnosed HD, not having a clue what it was. We Googled it. Rob's dad had died at 47 years old uh, due to a car accident, and he himself was adopted. So when Rob was diagnosed, our lives turned out since he was properly medicated. Now we are as much in love today as we were on March 29, 1982. Huntington's disease can never take us take that away from us. Bridget Hart Rob forever. Sweet, so sweet. Ah, okay. I, love I know these are just like I just love all of these. I love how so how diverse they are, right? Like they're just yeah, so many different like situations. It's, it's, like either you know what you're getting into or you don't and um just so many different so many different layers <laughs> yeah and it just really shows like things happen for a reason if they're meant to and just the unconditional love that's in our community um yeah. to me that's just amazing okay so this is going to be our last uh story um, I know you guys have something to get to, so I don't want to keep you on for too long. But this is, if you Sorry. saw the um, show promo um, that I sent out, this is actually um, a picture, um, or the story for the picture. And this is Laurie and Michael. 
Um, they met at a car dealership that they both worked at. Michael asked her out just before Valentine's Day in 1997. They joked around because Lori convinced Michael did Morgan while she drank ginger ale. They went to <laughs> Applebee's, and Michael stood up and hit his head on the hanging lamp over the table. Uh, Michael likes to tease her about that, and she just giggles. Um, they had their son, Michael, March 1998, and Lori was diagnosed with HD when Michael was almost two. Michael Sr. has stood by Lori ever since. Her son has watched his grandfather with HD and has been an amazing caregiver to his mom as well. It's not been a kind road for any of them, but they have endured. So February 21st, they will have a beautiful celebration for their 25th anniversary together. I've asked on Facebook if anyone wants to send an anniversary card to PM me for their address. Um, and that photo that I shared with the show promo is um, of Laurie and Michael. And um, actually, when we do our highlights video that London does, there's a photo of when they first started dating and one now, a recent photo. And it's just the cutest thing to see them still together 25 years later. Um, you know, so that, that's another one of my favorite stories, just how long and, and knowing how hard of a road they've been down. Oh, I love that. Uh, and congratulations to them. 25 years, that's fantastic. Isn't it? You would yeah. think, you know, <laughs> this disease is hard. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really hard. Yeah. And yet the resiliency in our community and the love in our community just is like nothing I've ever seen. Um, so I want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. I want to thank you, um, Melissa and Erica, for sharing your story. Um, again, one of my favorite stories on so many different levels. Um, so thank you for coming on and sharing and then also sharing other people's stories with me um, and celebrating the love in our community. I think it's so important. Definitely. You're welcome. And thank you so much for having us. Oh, anytime, anytime you guys want to come on, I, you know, you're welcome. So um, before we end, I do want to mention that uh, my show with Seth and BJ will be coming up next week. And it's being, it's about being active participants. We're going to kind of go into that a little bit, but I also during that time want to talk about actively participating in um, rare disease day. So, cause that's coming up at the end of the month. And I think it's also a very important thing for us as a community to participate, participate in. Um, I also have gotten, I just want to mention, I got really good feedback for this show. Um, and that makes me very happy. And so if you guys want more shows like this, let me know because I love doing these shows. Um, so it is something that, you know, I'm looking at revamping stuff. Um, if these are the types of shows that you're wanting to hear more of, you got to let me know so I can make sure that, um, we get it scheduled, but um, I just want to thank everybody for listening in. I hope you all have a happy Valentine's Day. Take care, and I love you. Bye, ladies. All right. Love you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for listening. 
Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications. 